This is Santia Deck, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. Yo, what's good? It's your boy CJ King. Look, and I'm rocking with the homie Rick Sincere. I'm going to need y'all to keep it locked right here on MTMV Sports. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. Hot. Skip baby, Junior. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, Shannon Sharp. Right. You sound like Skip over there. Look at Conrad. You're stupid. All right, yo. All right. Hey, look, look, look. Welcome back to the New Year. Thank you so much for joining us, MTNV Sports. We are back. This is the Huddle Up with MTNV Sports. Geek, geek, geek to have on with us today. Miles Austin, Jeremiah Thomas, Conrad Hilton. Um, the voice is here, and Will Smith. And I'm Rick yeah, Sincere. Yeah. I'm your host for today. We will be talking about a few different topics. We'll start off with talking about probably one of the most um actually it wasn't that shocking. It was the fall of Tom Brady and the Patriots to um, the Tennessee Titans in the wild card round. Uh, we'll talk about that. I predicted it actually before it actually went down. Um, I went on somebody's show and just kind of talked about it. But the question is not not that it happened, but you know what does it mean, right? What does it all mean? What's gonna happen from here on out? Um, what does this mean for the NFL? What do we move from here, and, and what happens from here? Voice, you look ready to go. Talk no. to me. No, don't it let me means do the beginning of the end. And I must say, as a resident, a lifelong resident of the St. Louis metropolitan area, I am so glad to see the beginning of the demise. This man began his his ascent, and I'm speaking about Tom Brady, because for real, that's all it's about. It's about time. Yeah, you talk about the system and all that, but really, it's time. Or let me rephrase that. We'll see if it's more than time once he's gone because he, or I should say the Patriots did, like the city of St. Louis, and they did not seal the deal while he was under contract. They allowed the contract to expire. They couldn't come together on terms and just like the Rams left us I believe that time is moving on to a different place and we'll see if this so called system uh, is good I mean they still videotaping people so they're probably still right. look let's be let's be honest here all right let's uh, JT look I'm I'm gonna come to your defense a little bit all right so now we can talk about the demise of Brady or demise of the Patriots, but you still have to see and, and take into account he had nobody on that offense to throw to. Nobody. Like, let's be honest. He's still Tom Brady. Because <laughs> think about it. If, if we're going to put this into perspective, he still had 12 wins and 4,000 plus yards with that trash offense he had all season. With so no he's, I, I don't. I don't understand. Like, I get, I'm excited. JT, I, this is where I'll have to turn on you. I am excited to see the Patriots <laughs> out of the playoffs. I'm very excited. Uh, okay. As, but at the same time, like, if he had better receivers, like, they might be they might be in the Super Bowl again. Like, the defense was top-notch. Their run defense obviously needed work because Derrick Henry gave him 180-plus. But other than that, like, they could have – they almost won the game. Like, they lost, but they weren't, like – they weren't demolished. 
I don't know. I don't know where Tom Brady is next season. I don't know what he's gonna do. But at the same time, like I don't think he's over. I think it's still got a couple more years you put in with a good offense. Okay, so it's like this: Tom Brady's coming back, one year contract, you know, hometown discount. Um, I mean, he's been discounting his whole career, right? Yeah, but man, listen, like Tom Brady, he's not going to Wales. I don't, I don't see him going to Wales. Honestly, he can. You don't want to see him go to Wales. We had a twelve-one season with only Julian, Julian Edelman, and who else? Muhammad Sanu did not turn out to be a good receiver for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and our running backs pretty much turned into receivers because James White balled out. Typically, you know, do what he do. Sonny Michelle. Uh, Sonny Michelle did what he did. Like we, we did what we. Our offense pretty much ran through. Julian Edelman, Stone Michelle, James White. Take away those three guys, I don't know who else our receivers were. Look, at the, at the end of the day, they gave this man hell all season. And he yeah. won 12 games and threw over 4,000 yards. But a part of that, though, is part of our defense. Like, this probably was the best defense we've had statistically in a while. Oh, the defense was top-notch. If y'all did you have so, a great defense, or did you play a cupcake schedule? Yeah, the, hey, the defense was overrated. Hold on, when they, when they played good no, teams, we, they we lost didn't play a cup, good teams. Cupcake I don't I think know, we I know the Chiefs are happy. Well, the, the, the defense was overrated. Man, I know the they Chiefs played against Houston. The they played against Baltimore. They lost. They played against the Chiefs. They lost when they played. They beat sorry teams, and the defense looked better than but, what they were. Did you want to see but, Tom but Brady in that defense in the playoffs, though? The reason we lost to those teams, nope. I'm saying the reason we lost to those teams, realistically, yeah, a running quarterback. Our linebackers aren't that fast, bro. Like, that's that's just helping the argument that your defense ain't that great when you got slow linebackers. Famo, Famo, you played. You started off with the Dolphins. After that, the Jets. The biggest thing was the Bills. Right after that, it's the Redskins, the Giants. The Jets again, the hapless <laughs> Browns, right? You ran into a oh, bus man. off when you saw the Ravens. Wow. Then you faced the Eagles, hapless. The Cowboys, hapless. Then you faced the t- Texans, took that L. Then it was Chiefs, took that L. Then you beat the Bengals after you taped them. Then you played but the Bills. <laughs> but they've been, but they they've been in the same conference for God knows how long. Wasn't nobody saying that when they won six six rings? Actually, we were right. saying everybody right. was saying they, they play in a weak conference. Everybody knows it's they not, play in a weak conference. It's not our fault. Our conference is weak. It's not my fault. That's right. Hey, now bro. Look. Don't it's call us fault. weak, first off. Our conference ain't that weak. It's, first it's off, weak. when we come when we come and show up to doggone Boston, we, we show up, all right? Miami out here, cuz. Straight like that. <laughs> oh, my mama. Which oh, my daddy. Oh, my home. Hey, everybody. Miami was out there one time, and that was cool. All right, so um, <laughs> they they really were. All right, guys, so we need to um, move on to the next thing. There was another very troubling situation um, this weekend when the Vikings upset the trouble. New Orleans Saints. Um, <laughs> and um, and I don't understand it, and a lot of people don't understand it. Um, Venora, you're here. Welcome. What was your reaction to that to that loss? I was shocked that I wasn't, um, like, that shocked. I kind of, yeah, like, watched the entire game. Drew Brees, it's, it's the end of the old quarterbacks. 
So like Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, it's time for them to go because Come they're on, just too man, old. And I was sad that like the Saints lost because of all a lot of Saints fans and a lot of you know, like <laughs> they're close friends, but it's just it's time. It's time to move in a different direction. Like the Saints offense could not wake up for most of the game until like towards the end. So it's just like Speak Speak your truth, sis. <laughs> Talk to so your truth, sis. Like, at this what is that, point, Bob it's yeah. time, <laughs> time for some changes. So I was upset that oh, Kirk okay. Cousins beat them, let me but get, let me, it is let what me it get, is. Let me get the Saints Ooh. perspective on. Just a quick question. I don't want you to expand on anything else, Rick. Okay? Answer one question. <laughs> did, did Rudolph push off? Is it an offensive passing affair? He did push off. Was it a was it a pass? No, he didn't. Yeah, I am, bro. No, he did not. That wasn't a push off. It was definitely. PJ Williams just extended his arm. He pushed. He definitely extended his arm. No, PJ Williams just sucked. That's why didn't make him lose. PJ Williams just sucked. That's not why we lost. Come on, because PJ Williams sucked. Your DB sucked. They sucked. Not all DB sucked. The DB sucked. Just a few of them. Just a few. How many defensive backs do you have it, on a team? Wasn't was Lattimore out? It's on just the a few defensive backs. Uh, all right. Why so, are the defensive backs trash, bro? Come on, okay. man. Um, Dolphin, please. Um, so <laughs> at least we show up in games. <laughs> at least we show up to lose, bro. Hey, bro, we show up. Y'all gonna show up to the draft? You won't get a whole four quarters out of us. <laughs> Y'all gonna show up to the draft? We, that. we show up. Get out of here. Y'all gonna get a full four quarters out of us? Please believe uh, uh, that. Okay, let's let's speak yeah. something that's uh, actually logical. Vanora made a real good point. She <laughs> said that the passing of the guard is happening this season. That's we not true. Eli out. Wait, 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 wait. Just wait. What's going, bro? Do go before he wants. Wait, wait, wait. Give him the floor. Give him the floor. Eli's out. Breeze is out. Brady is out. Rivers is out. All of these great quarterbacks that have Rogers been around forever. Rodgers is on the way. Rodgers. He's waiting till next week, or are they out too? No. Oh, the Packers playing a Sunday. Okay. The Mohicans. Russell, so, Russell Wilson going to let him have it. Yeah, but but you know you you have yeah. the emergence of the Deshaun Watsons, the yeah. Patrick Mahomeses. Uh, uh, give me Lamar somebody Jackson. else. Lamar Jackson. Thank Lamar you, Jackson. Lamar Jackson. It's, it's Patrick in Miami. So okay, let's say the the Fifth Magics. Yeah, man, we out here. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all might be can't take you serious. Um, James Winston. Look, okay. Hey, I understand. I see what Vanora's saying, right? It, it makes a lot of sense. Where, where this year, I mean, all the guys who have really, you know, set the story for the NFL, they're all gone, right? It's absolutely mm-hmm. true. They are all gone. Um, we're in that situation where all those guys are out of it. Um, and for many Saints fans, that sucks. You know, really. Yeah. You got, but you got um, a jack of all trades behind. Like you got somebody who's willing to do something. I think Taysom yep. Hill looks absolutely amazing back there. Now the question is, hey, don't don't get lost, don't get lost. Listen, he ain't listen, it. As as a restricted free agent, the question what is, what you mean? Y'all gonna do? That's the he question. Ain't it. That's what you got to do. Taysom ain't it. He got a sauce, bro. Taysom got a sauce, bro. Huh? I'm saying he he's not the future of the team. He's not the quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater could possibly be the backup to carry the Saints franchise 
another three, four years. No, he ain't it either. As a backup? <laughs> no, no. He can be their backup for three or four years? No, yeah. as a start, I'm saying, Breeze is Bree's going to probably have another one year left. Breeze yeah, Breeze is coming back. So who's it? Who's it? I think I think the person who's it is the person who gets drafted this year. I you look at that offense with with Teddy Bridgewater and I love Teddy and what Teddy has done for the city and what the city has done for Teddy. They fall in love with Teddy. We love Teddy, but Teddy's not it, right? So you, and the reason you let Teddy, go Taysom? Say it again. Taysom's not it Taysom? either. Like Sean Payton has teased that let Taysom. Him go? No, no, you don't let him go anywhere. Okay. You keep him okay. no matter what because he he's a baller. He's a baller. But if he's the quarterback for the team, you watch him in preseason, he's not accurate most of the time, right? He's throwing the ball all over the place. He needs more time to develop, or that's not his deal. So I'm I'm we'll not see. saying Taysom is it. I can't well, say Teddy's it, yeah. and I can't say Taysom's it. Well, all right. Guess what the, hey, guess what the Patriots going to do, though? They're going to draft two attack of Iloa. What? Hey, 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 you better shut your mouth. Because of the injury. You better shut your mouth. You better shut your mouth. I'm saying <laughs> We think hey, the two. Hey. You better Yo, shut bro. your mouth. You uh-huh. offensive line and receiver. Like that. Yeah, you want offensive Herbert, line bro. and receiver. No, we're you not. We probably going to draft three receivers in draft. Herbert, uh, them, yes. Him. Y'all going to go off the line. Receiver. All right. So, so let's go on to our next straight. topic, guys. So um, the next thing we need to talk about is kind of what's going on um in the MMA. Voice, talk to us, bro. What's popping? Well, um... <laughs> I actually like to talk a little um, boxing, but in the MMA world, we do have um, Conor McGregor making his return after over a year out. Uh, He'll be fighting Cowboy Cerrone on the 18th of January. We're going to save that conversation for next week, though, since it'll be a little closer to it. Canelo dropped his 175-pound title that he just won uh, what in no October? No November. Dropped that belt, so it was a one and done deal. His trainer said that he's gonna fight two of the following people in 2020: Triple G, Callum Smith, Jamel Charlo, Demetrius Andre, and Billy Joe Saunders. My question to the team is: Of those five, which two do you think he should fight? Say the names again. We've got Triple G, Callum yeah. Smith, uh, the current WBA super uh, middleweight champion, Jamal Charlo, who is the WBC middleweight champion, a title which Canelo holds the franchise title of. So it really doesn't make sense to fight him for a belt that he just gave up to give to them to get this trumped up belt. Demetrius Andre, who's a WBO middleweight titleist, and Billy Joe Saunders, who I think he's a WBO super middleweight uh, champion. So at 168. And remember, he's coming down from 175. The last time Canelo fought um, Triple G, what was the reaction to that? Um, People think that it was either a draw or he may have just edged Triple G out in that one. Now, here's the thing with that fight. DeZone has both Triple G and Canelo, and they signed Triple G after Canelo with the hopes of putting together that trilogy fight. 
Triple G did not look good whatsoever in October when he lost to Dervinchenko. Some people had it um, had it for Dervinchenko. Myself, I saw it the way that it was. It was a really close fight, 15 to 13 for Triple G, but he got put through the paces with someone that before the fight, nobody really knew anything about. Strong fighter, tough fighter, just someone that people didn't know about. He has a mandatory coming up in February, and Canelo will be fighting again in May. I think it's too close time-wise for that fight to be made. If anything, I think he will fight Triple G in the uh, in the fall, in, at the September date. But in May, he's got to fight somebody. Um, and honestly, I think probably Callum Smith is the logical choice because Canelo currently holds a version of the WBA belt, secondary title. So it'd be easy to make a fight with the full champion, which is Callum Smith, who's also on the zone. As a matter of fact, all these people, except for Charlo, are on the zone. So making those fights should be uh, fairly simple. And again, it doesn't make sense to fight Charlo to get a belt that, that you just gave up. And you still so, have a belt with that organization. So for Canelo, um, he actually Triple G would have to fight somebody else and look impressive in order to make a you know Canelo Triple G three matter. No, uh, uh-uh. because of the history, it's going to matter. And I think actually, Triple G probably did himself a favor by looking the way that he looked in that last fight because he's not so scary anymore. His age is catching up with him, so Canelo's like, okay, I, he, he may be thinking, I can't fight him now because I should be able to blow him out, and then I can be done with everything. I feel I, like I won every fight, even though you didn't. I'd be more interested in a, in a Canelo uh, Triple G3. If, if I'm looking at the list, um, I mean, it pro- it's probably not the most exciting of the, of the fights that you gave us a choice, but um, it seems like the most... Um, I guess box worthy to me. Agreed. It, it definitely has the most um, the most name value. The other fights don't have it as quite the the recognition. Uh, and again, I believe that that fight will happen. I think that'll happen in September. Uh, but he still has to fight somebody in May, and that's the question: is who is he going to fight in May? Cool. But from your standpoint, let me ask you this question: I think that'll have the most name recognition. Which one will be the best fight? There you go. Best fight, I think, would be Smith. What do we want to see? It, it, really? I think uh, Callum Smith would be the best fight for him because it'll be a true test because it's a, a true 168er, and he'll be fighting at 168. He's coming down in weight just one division from the 175 he just fought at, and yeah. he, he poses a great challenge. Demetrius Andre probably has the best chance of beating him, but I think for from a stylistic perspective, the fight that would be the most entertaining to watch would be Callum Smith. Awesome, awesome. Yo, um, Miles, talk to me, man. What's going on with these Lakers? 20 blocks the other night. Something that we haven't yeah. seen. I don't know if you guys have seen stuff like that before. This won't no, make the match happy. But there's 20, 20 blocks, man. I mean, these Lakers are kind of, they're doing well. They didn't do well on Christmas, but that's fine, right? They no, bounced no, back. We're talk about that. Okay. <laughs> They've bounced back Why pretty not? well. <laughs> what happened? And who won on Christmas? Hey, man, chill out, bro. 
they bounced back pretty well. Talk to us about the this Lakers team, man. What are their and and look, my last thing is AD didn't sign that that re-up. So he'll become a, a free agent in the offseason. What's up, man? What's going on what, with these Lakers right now? Let's talk let's talk to the this uh, the uh let's talk to what, what's happening right now in LA. Obviously we had a we had a seismic shift as Kawhi uh decided to join the Clippers and bring Paul George with him. So that that battle of LA thing to me is kind of on a one level. They beat us twice, you know, whatever, whatever. But we're talking about the number one team in the Western Conference as well as uh, a top defensive team. You, you mentioned the 20 blocks before. This is a team that is ready to play defense. That's that's who um, – uh, why am I forgetting my coach's name? Uh, Frank Vogel. That, that's, that's, his been, that's been his identity since he's been in the league. He had a bad Ron James. <laughs> he had a bad stint in Orlando. Uh, but those Indiana teams going back and forth with Miami, we knew exactly what he was bringing to the table. So to bring in defensive kind of specialists, even even as old older older veteran players in the Avery Bradley or Danny Green, who can play good wings, KCP is coming up and doing this thing. He started off KCP started the season off not doing too well. Um, so he's been a he's been a key person off the bench and as well as that in that starting unit. But when you talk about twenty blocks, you I mean that's something that to me can be surprising to other people. But I feel like we could do that on a nightly basis. Like it should be something where when you have Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis, uh, JaVale McGee, and people in there and still got DeMarcus Cousins on the bench waiting to to heal up. So I think this team can be something great. Um, I I have heard the rumors talking about Kyle Kuzma and you know his trade packages who are possible for him to come in. Um, I don't believe that we should even should even entertain it. I've seen some of the trade packages that don't really make sense to me. Um, but you got to think as, as February sixth, the trade deadline for the NBA approaches. Uh, there's going to be a lot of thing, a lot of teams looking at trying to finish that second half of the season and go on a title run. Um, you, you, you look at teams like like a like a Boston, who, who's I mean, Danny Ainge. That's just who he is. He's always looking for something. He's always looking at the table. Talk about the Clippers, the Lakers, uh, the Mavericks, the Bucks. Uh, some of these top teams are, are, are some of most of these teams who are in the middle of the pack trying to figure out. We, okay, we just need one more piece, and we think we can make a run for it. Um, so I think the rest of the NBA is going to be interesting. But these teams, like what Luka Doncic is doing right now, is is unimaginable. And what he's put, what the product that he's putting on the court, thirty point triple doubles, leading the league in that. I mean, the dude is is a beast in what he's doing, and he's twenty years old or twenty one years old. Like you're not, you didn't expect to see this from from this guy so soon. Um, I think it's the same thing when you look at a, a team like the Hawks, who are or seem to be in every game, just can't seem to finish. With Trey Young is giving you forty points, and and Jason Collins is out for twenty five games due to the the, the PD uh, suspension. Um, I think the trade deadline, as that's coming in, a lot of teams are going to be cemented for the second half of the season. Uh, Andre Drummond seems to be on the block. Uh, Andre Iguodala seems to be on the block. I think there's a lot of teams. Blake Griffin just got a. a season-ending knee, knee surgery today. So I think Detroit's going to kind of shut it down and get ready for the rebuild. So, um, I mean, I, I think the Lakers have a great chance of making it to the finals. Obviously, we know what team we got to go I, through. I got to ask and, this question, well, though, man. I got to know. And let me, I want to ask Benora. Benora, <laughs> are they too old to get it done? Man, once again, like, <laughs> age is going to catch up with some people because Facts. Blake Griffin hurt again, like, this is a common thing. The older you get, those limbs start snapping. So <laughs> it's just 
Eight, that's don't catch up. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey Miles, I do got a question though, Miles. What's up? So do, do you think the Hawks have a chance to really get Andre Drummond? Like, what package do you think can be put together to get Drummond? I think I think it's going to be different because Andre has a big contract. Obviously, he's been a very big, vital piece of uh, Detroit. However, he has shown that he's able to play next to another another uh, superstar or another all-star down there in the paint. So I don't see him and John. I think something can happen with John Collins. Now, it's, it's going to have to be some draft picks, and we're, we're not going to match be able to match the money. That's that's the that's the hard part of it. You're gonna be able to get close, but not be able to match it completely. So you know, you, when you're talking about bringing a German in who can play next to a Collins and, and Trey Young, you're talking about building for the future. This season's a, it's a wrap for the Hawks. It's not really you're not coming back from that. You're not trying to make the playoffs. You're trying to build something for the future. So bringing in an Andre Drummond to give somebody like like somebody who Trey Young who can drop 40 points, has great court vision, that can give you 12 assists if he wanted to. Uh, putting somebody like a, re- a, a just pure rebounder in Andre Drummond, it could definitely happen, bro. I don't, I don't think it's as far off um, as we think it is. The Hawks were the first one to the table, and uh, you know, as as he became readily available, more teams are jumping in. But I definitely think the Hawks wouldn't be a, a, a good a good destination for my boy Andre. Yeah, hold on one second. We got um we got something popping off this weekend, man. We got to talk about an address. We haven't heard much yet, so we need to. I need to hear something from Will, um, bro. You got the Texans playing the Chiefs this week. Um, most people believe that the Texans will walk in and beat the Chiefs. How do you feel about that? Um, and, and and do you think that those people are, you know, absolutely, you know, nonsensical? I wonder who those most people are, because that ain't what I've been hearing. And um, you talk to. I just Chiefs don't. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> nah, I don't see that happening. Um, especially with um. The Chiefs have been on a mission since the start of the season. Like they know it's like Super Bowl is the goal. You know, that's that's the big thing. And um the defense has improved throughout the season. In the last six games of the season, the Chiefs have had the number one defense and uh scoring like eleven point something points per game. And uh for those for those five games before the last game, they held teams to like nine points. And so the defense has vastly improved. Um the first game the Chiefs were actually winning that game and blowing the, the Texans out. And the Texans did come back and win. But during that game, people forget that Mahomes was still on the injured ankle. And I could tell when he was dropping back to pass, he was kind of hobble when he was passing, but he was still throwing darts. And so Chris oh, Jones man, also did. So, so what you're saying you know, is they would have won if they didn't lose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying there's a di- the Chiefs are a different team now. <laughs> he got jumped for his team now. <laughs> Denver's watching us. So <laughs> just wait till next year, but on that couch, that's what they doing. So, but anyway, they would have different defense. Tyron Matthew was playing like the Frank Clark is playing like Frank Clark. Frank Clark was playing through an injury. He's fully healthy now. Chris Jones didn't play that game. Sammy Watkins didn't play that game. You got to injure Mahomes. So now we have a fully healthy team. We have the deep, the offense complementing the defense or the defense complementing the offense, but we can make plays on defense. Our secondary is one of the best secondaries in the league. And so uh, one, of the number two. Number two. <laughs> one of Houston's weaknesses is their pass defense. So that plays to our strength. Now what we have to stop is the run game. We have to stop Deshaun Watson. Like when he gets out of the pocket, can we stop him from, from getting yards? Can we stop? Um, we're going to have to put a stop to Carlos Hyde. You know what I'm saying? He had a, a good game that game and, we were struggling with the run defense during that time. But our run defense has improved since we got uh, Mike Pinnell or Pennell 
Um, I think we got him off of uh, Green Bay had cut him, and he's been a stable in that run defense. And Chris Jones is actually doing better against the run. We have the addition of Terrell Suggs, who can set the edge and play better against the run than what we had. You know what I'm saying? So does it scare you that JJ Watt is back? Not for real. We've played, we've beaten the Texans with JJ Watt. You know what I'm saying? When they've had JJ Watt playing, so I'm not really concerned about that. We can actually use his aggressiveness on the pass rush. You know, we we run screens a little quite a bit. And Damian Williams is dangerous in that screen game, and that's one difference in the Chiefs' offense. Is Damian Williams is getting back to doing Damian Williams things? You know. What I'm hey, saying? I have to say one thing. I have to say one thing. I think the key piece to Texas winning that game is going to be Duke Johnson. I think his his play, mm-hmm. like out the backfield, his little change of pace. I think he's going to be that key piece. That's just my that's just my perspective. I mean, we struggle. We have struggled. We have struggled a little bit with the uh, the Come running on, backs right? coming out of the backfield in, in the past game, but I think that's something that Spags is going to be looking out for. And then you have to think about Andy Reid coming off a of bye week. He always does well off a of bye week. You got to think about there's some plays that Man. that that they haven't even shown yet just for this, and he has pat plays that they haven't even ran yet. And, and you just think about yeah, you think about the the just the genius of Andy Reid and designing offenses and plays. He can run a play like, oh, yeah, we remember that, but it's a whole different play, even though they run it out of the same set. So, hey, is this, Mr. I've been to the Super Bowl one Will? time and lost. Will? All right. What? Yo, we got, we got one. Hey, who do you lose to? Will? Hey, who is this Will? Does, Will? Question? Yes. Does the Chiefs win the Super Bowl this year? Yes, sir. Is this is Will? Is this how y'all feel when I talk about the Lakers? <laughs> I'm feeling it. It's just stank. How stank do you feel? It's stank face. Little, little stank on my face. You shouldn't we feel got, that way, man. Honestly, 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 honestly if you look ball. at if you look at the Chiefs team, bro, they're 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 great. Like they have a great well, team. They have, they have a well-constructed team. Now, are they built to beat the Ravens is the big thing, right? Now, they've beat the Ravens earlier this year, and that's kind of mm-hmm. what, they're, what they're banking on. The question is, have the Ravens made enough improvements on their team in order to face this Chiefs team and really give yeah. them problems? The other question is, will the Ravens get past the Titans? Because they, they've been surprising, right? Um, yeah. So, I mean, They'll you know. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't see the you, Titans beating the Ravens. I mean, they, they can, they have the ability to, but look, I don't think they will. Look, you may not. You really may not. At the <laughs> same time, that defense is legit, and the offense is is, is really tough. But, I mean, I'm, anything can happen. Tough. It's the playoffs. Well, their and offense Derrick runs through Derrick Henry. All right, oh, so. The their offense runs through Derrick Henry. Baltimore has enough weapons on defense or um to to basically stop. If you stop Derrick Henry, that offense ain't going to be nothing. Because then you have to put it in Ryan Tannehill's hand for the passing game. Now, he can, he can make some plays, no, 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 no. but he's not going to be he's not going to carry the team on his shoulders to where he's going to win the game for you. Yeah, him and A.J. Brown can get it done. Um, Against that defense, I don't see it, but um, in, in most situations, they're okay. Alright, guys, I gotta, I gotta hop on and talk about this last thing before we go. Um, We'd be remiss if we didn't mention... um. The LSU Tigers, right? Um, I told y'all. What? <laughs> I can't I remember you. If he we didn't mention it. that the LSU Tigers are in the left. championship game that happens next Monday, right? And they're playing against the Clemson Tigers. No matter what happens, the Tiger will walk away a champion. The question is, who? Which Tiger do we believe in the most? Right? Which Tigers? LSU. 
Yeah, yeah, talk that good talk. Um, the ones that have won it most recently. So, so amongst us all, there shall be a hater. If you are this hater, please speak now or forever hold your mic. What? I think it sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher. I'm gonna let. I want Conrad to go in, but I'm gonna say it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good game as a fan, as as a fan of the Orange Tigers. I think. I think it's gonna be super good. I, I, I mean, LSU looks amazing, um, and it, it may be their year, but I don't think it, I don't think it comes hard. <laughs> That's a nice purple you got, there, man. I'm shot to Trevor Lawrence. He a Cartersville guy, man. I got to go ahead, Conrad. Let us know what's up. Baby. All right, you got a so, lot of purple over there, bro. So, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the reigning national champs in this one. Come on, bro. Uh, <laughs> talk your stuff. Talk your stuff, bro. The reason being because uh, because you a hater. Joe Burrow. You don't know no other way. It's so hard. Joe Burrow. I can't go against him, man. He's so good, but like Trevor Lawrence did something to Ohio State. Trevor Lawrence took Ohio State's soul after they tried to take his. They're like, oh, you want to hit me hard? Okay, I'm going to take your soul. And that's what happened. Um, Check my answer. I think Joe Burrow. I think <laughs> Joe Burrow lights up Clemson's defense, but I think I think, I think Trevor rap. Lawrence is the same. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm going. I'm going to stop being a troll of this one. I'm going to go with LSU. What? I'm being a troll. Chill out. I gotta go with LSU. I'm like, it's, it's not gonna be close. Joe Burrow's amazing. I have LSU winning by twenty-eight. Who <laughs> wants to have? Who want money on it? I put money on it right now. Well, I was gonna say, I'll bet it. We're going down the wrong here. path. I'll put a double on it right now. What's up? I ain't gonna do that. Clemson, we don't gamble here. Let's see. But here's my thing, though. We bet push-ups here. Text me later, bro. Who want? Who want fifty push-ups? What's up? You taking the twenty-eight? You taking the minus twenty-eight? I'm taking Clemson, homie. Period. You're straight up. Straight up. No straight no up. no points. Oh bet. Straight up. Okay. Um I'm, straight up, I'm no points. Look. Look, I'm gonna say this, man. Um Nobody you guys are absolutely that. right. You look at the situation with Clemson versus absolutely Ohio State. Right. <laughs> no, you're you're absolutely right. You look at Clemson versus Ohio State. I mean, honestly, I thought that game was over when Ohio State did reach in and try to take out his soul, right? I thought Trevor Lawrence was done, and I thought his day was going to be reminiscent of days I've seen from other quarterbacks who yeah. get into the mouth of a defense and then get swallowed up, and you never oh, sure. see them you know, emerge from that again. When he went yeah. on the sidelines, I thought that's a wrap. Clemson's done. It's now time for Ohio State to deal with LSU. That's what I thought was the situation. And then, miraculously, I see this you know, sunshine beam come from the sideline, back behind center, and they take his team and go all the way down the field consistently and Sophomore. beat that Ohio State team with one of the best players in the country on it, on that defense. He faced in the mouth of that. He he did extremely well. Clemson is built to win. Trevor Lawrence is built to be a successful quarterback. He's one of the most highly touted quarterbacks since Andrew Luck, straight up, right? He is that guy. Now, the question is, now, the question is, is that enough? Because this LSU team 
is built very similarly. They're built to win. They're built to be effective on offense, and they're built to go against defenses that are tougher than Clemson's. When they faced um, defense throughout the course of the season, they faced tougher defenses and more talented defenses than Clemson will present, and they shined, right? Georgia's defense is great. They shined on Georgia's defense, right? Every defense they've went up against, they've really taken it to them. The question is, for one, they'll be at home and home home, right? They're going to be in the heart of Louisiana because all those Saints fans who put all their hopes and faith, all their hope, (laughs) their faith, their trust in the Saints, they're now saying, forget that, right? Who's that? I'm now a LSU fan, and they will be at the stadium cheering for those LSU Tigers, regardless of what the ticket price is, right? Yep. So he made for this. Trevor it, made for this. It's going to be a real huge, big-time LSU advantage there as far as the home field advantage is concerned. But outside of that, the question is, is Trevor Lawrence the type of quarterback that's legendary? That's the big question for me. Can he go in and do the unthinkable? Beat LSU, led by the best quarterback they've ever had. Almost in the history of that team. Can he go and beat that team in their home dome and really cause the state of Louisiana to full-out cry? Is that possible? One thing that I know, there are white Tigers, but there's not any purple Tigers. So I'm going to have to go with Miles. Miles said the orange. You know, go, man. So that's Talk your doing. stuff. Talk your stuff, boy. <laughs> hey, look. All I'm not sure. Is, JT, I know you, you, you're doing something crazy over there talking about we, about 28 points. I need you to get it together. Now, look, JT JT could be could be right. Nope. No, he couldn't. He's absolutely right. <laughs> listen, listen, <laughs> listen, not even close. listen. This, this man put up 65 points against Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. That's Oklahoma. What? I'm saying, you know, but I'm saying, like how they're going to get beat. Big 12 ain't got no defense. You talking about your number one receiver, the best receiver in the country, only have two catches? Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Two you catches. You're you number about the team two, you're number three, you're number four. Come on, man. Carry the game. Your number one running back did not play that much. 29 straight wins. Let's go. We gotta make it thirty no, on this week. This moment, I ain't worried about the, the, the wins because ACC on, is bro. weak. The ACC is weak. Okay, so right. let's let's stop talking about and put the fifty push-ups on line. What's up? Hey, you better shut your mouth about that, bro. Come on, bro. Fade, cause. Yes or no? Yo, are you doing it? Are you not doing it? Or Rich and Fifty push-ups. Yes or no? Let's go. Let's run it. Yeah, we're running let's it. Do it. All right, we're cool. Well, it. before we leave, Conrad bet me last time again, and he lost. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need three of those push-ups right quick. Real quick, can I get can I get then three? We gonna head out, quick? huh? Can I get three from you real quick, bro? I appreciate the way it. my camera works. The way your camera works, I'm sure you. I got seven more, so I'm trying to figure out. All right, hold on. Let me ask you. All right, hold on. I'm gonna get mine in. Then Conrad goes. There you go, Conrad. Make that happen, bro. Can y'all see me? Yes, sir, you, bro. But you owe some push-ups, Ernest. Yeah, I do. Oh yeah. You do. I just got into a car accident. I can't do nothing. Y'all see me? I can see you, bro. All right. When my head come up, that count. <laughs> <laughs> he doing the seal. That's messed up, bro. That's messed All up. All right. Bro. Yeah, okay. I'll we, film yeah. me. I'll, I'll film mine. Did y'all see me? Yeah. We, yeah, saw we, saw we, we don't know if that was a push-up. Huh? I don't know what that was. <laughs> We what you talking head. about? We saw a little you probably throwing up. a worm or something. 
don't know about no push up. That was a centipede. Yeah, that was a push up. Centipede. Whatever we go. JT 50 online. Doing the center worm. I don't know. Thank you, sir. Look, I'll Thank videotape you. myself doing it off camera. Well, actually, I'll do it and then I'll post it. All right, y'all. Hey, um, before we go, everybody, let's sign out. All right. Everybody, let's just say bye. Bye. Y'all be safe. See ya. All right. And we'll see y'all next week. Thank you so much for joining us. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'm going to make a toast because we still alive. No big. I feel like Pac. I shoot the shot. I'm coming in hot. Are you a believer who enjoys Marvel or DC Comics? Do you just love a good superhero story? You do? Awesome. Then check out Waywater Entertainment's new digital comic, Legacy AD, now available on Amazon.com and the Amazon Kindle app. Get ready for a new superhero who loves and serves Jesus Christ. For more information, check out LegacyADCartoon.Squarespace.com. Hello everyone, my name is Camille Grant, one of the co-founders of Purely Bachelorette. What we offer is a clean and fun bachelorette party box that is incorporated in bachelorette parties and bridal showers. Not only do we sell products for parties, we are also a community that strives to build each other up with relationship goals, sisterhood, and maturing in life with godly wisdom and advice. Come join us on our website, purelybachelorette.com, and our social media pages under Purely Bachelorette. God bless you and have a great day.